0: Hey, welcome to the Jesus Sex and Politics Podcast. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all the things that culture doesn't want to talk about and that might scare you. Today, we're going to be a fun This one. is going to be fun. We're going to talk about animals animals, God's beautiful creatures that He's created and just the joy that they are. Micah, all, you have one of the most famous dogs
1: in all of central Indiana. <laughs> Now you had because yes, your dog is dead. He's dead now, right? Yes. But thank you, you were on you WIBC, me. talking about how you're going to off your dog, <laughs> and it's it's like mafia style. <laughs> yeah. How, how does the dog sleep with the fishes? <laughs> um, and uh, and so the, there was all kinds of just uh, absolute
0: like people were going nuts well so for some context if you didn't hear that wibc interview so we we were happened to it was a week i was filling in on the mock and rob show and they the the obamas had just had to put their dog down so that was one of the things we were talking about that morning because it's all politics right and so i knew my dog is his name was max and he uh he's been my puppy since he was a puppy right and uh and he's a boxer Rhodesian Ridgeback mix, so he's a big dog. He was about 11 years old, so we knew he was getting to the end of his life, and you could tell, like, he just wasn't moving well. He was having a lot of skin issues. He had a lot of tumors, um, and so it was just getting to that point. We couldn't hear anymore. He was totally deaf, and so we knew, and this was a couple months ago, and and so I made the comment to um, to mock. I was just, and this was off air, and I said, ah, we're going to have to put Max down, and they're like, oh, we're so sorry, you know, producer Jacob was there, and, I said, yeah, I just, I'm struggling with how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what What do you mean? And I said, well, I just, he's my dog. I feel the manly right thing to do would be to put him down myself. <laughs> and Mock was like, what, what shoot him? <laughs> and I was like, well, yes. I mean, like, that's what you did up until, you know, probably 50 years ago. I mean, you didn't, that's what you did. You had your animals and you shot them. You put them out of their misery and... And uh, and which is very humane. You do it, you know, just very one, quick, very quick. As long as you do it properly. Well, that's true. Yeah, if you're if you're like Bob Stewart, who's one of the elders at Life Church, you shoot him and graze him, and then he runs <laughs> off. <laughs> he runs off. Did that happen that happened to Bob? Get dude. out of here. <laughs> And he they had to chase him down and shoot him again. No, oh, I did not hear this.
1: Oh, Bob, so, I am totally going to harass you about this for the rest of your
0: life. And so, uh, so anyway, so I'm having this conversation, and listen, I love Max. Max was like he was a he was a he was our fur baby. You know what I mean? So. But um and and so they played this they mocking this was off air Mocking was Mock was like oh you have got to say this when we come back on air and, and we were laughing about it and so we talked about it on air well apparently that just ticked off Central Indiana and PETA lovers everywhere and they were calling in and oh like how dare he think about that I'm never listening to your show ever again Mock and Rob and and then then you had other people who were like oh hey I I shoot my dog he's like I shoot I shoot everybody's dog I don't even have a dog and I shoot the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and so so the next day, Rob comes back, and he's like, "How in the world do we have Daniel Boone on line one like what happened and so and so Max just kind of became famous uh overnight and uh but we did end up having to put him down uh last and well, you did not shoot him last month, yeah we did I didn't shoot him, took him to the vet, and it was all aw- I mean, it was so. I recommend doing it this way if you can afford it. Um, I mean, it was he, you put him to sleep and he, he kind of laid down and put his head in my lap, and he just fell asleep. And I was petting him, and then after he's asleep, they inject him with the uh, with the uh, the shot that you know stops his heart. And yeah. he was just, I mean, you, he didn't even he yeah. didn't even twitch. He just, you know, my
1: my dad, um, he he shot our dogs. Um, I was away at college. We had we had two. We had a Irish Setter, which I just loved, and then I we also had a Chinese Sharpei, those real wrinkled dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we had one of those, and my my dogs were uh, you know sick and dying while I was in college. So that was that was actually kind of nice. I didn't have to watch it, um, but it was something that my dad took him out, you know, and he dug the hole and and then and then shot him and. And it was it was something that I always looked at as a manly thing, because here you're the father in your family, you know, you're going to have to do this act of, uh, that's, that's hard for almost anybody, yeah. you know, to even imagine. Yeah, right. And uh, so I, I just always thought of my dad as being the guy who, as a father, had to do the tough job of that. And I always admired him for it. So, no, I... I I get it. We all love our animals. But we got to remember that they're that they're animals. Yeah. This is not murder. No. If you off your dog at the end of its life, it it actually could be one of the most humane things that you could do, you know.
0: Well, and the the day we were putting Max down, so Susan, my wife, we went with me and um and you know, cuz Max walked us through you know, he was there when we were walking through really hard times in our marriage with infertility. We struggled to have mm-hmm. kids for uh, five, six years, and and so Max was just—he just, just kind of knew when Susan was having one of those rough days, and he would crawl up on her. I mean, he's eighty pounds; he'd crawl up on her lap, you know, just you know, plop himself down. He just was a—he was—you could tell that the Lord gave him to us specifically to do what he did. The purpose of Max was to bring comfort to our family when we were going through hard times. Mm-hmm. He brought security. He brought, um, He brought. you know, if I was away, I mean, he had a bark that was as big as a lion's roar. They actually breed Rhodesian Ridgebacks. He was part Rhodesian, and he, they breed them to hunt lions in Africa and Rhodesia. I mean, just awesome dogs, man. And and so we got to see God's goodness in in Max. And, um, and so I'm mean, just, just incredible. So, which got me thinking as we were driving there, um, I was, Susan was, we, we prayed and we were like, Lord, thank you for Max. And, and uh, thanks for giving them to us. You know, this is, this is hard, but we know it's, we're parting and now, and, and I know some people probably maybe disagree with this, but I said, Lord, you can do anything you want. You're God. I said, would you just take Max to heaven? let him be in heaven someday whatever you have to do to breathe life back into his body or create a new body and take his mind and his his thoughts and his personality and stick it in that new body well, however you do it i don't know god <laughs> how, how the process works but could you just do that and and i would love to have max in eternity with us you know i'm sure not all dogs go to heaven but it's like you and god's a good god he's compassionate he says anything you ask in my name i'll do right and and i just know just god being a father and I'm his son. And I just think it it blesses God's heart to even do little things like that for us. That you know, it's not important. Is would it was eternity still gonna be awesome if Max isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. But I think that's just like the the icing on the cake that our that our God is—he's he, like you know—I I can just envision that moment. We get to heaven, we hug our loved ones that we've not that we've that have gone before us. We we hug Jesus. We we see this, and then all of a sudden, just even not even thinking about it, here comes a bark, you know, off to the side, and here comes Max running up, and just you know, it's just now yeah. this has some theological
1: thoughts that yes. we would have to ask ourselves because yes. when you you know I came over to your car and I'm like hey I'm sorry man and yep. and uh, so we were talking about this and. Like, it'd be nice to have Max in heaven, and, and I said, Yeah, but he'd probably talk to you. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> what? what? And so, we uh, it was funny because you know, the the question that kind of comes up um, first off, how does God make animals? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I used to always kind of put it in like geometry form, right? You remember, like, a, a line goes in both directions forever. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. It would go yeah. in both directions forever. That's God. He goes in both directions forever. He's eternal, eternally existent in, in both directions. Then you have um, you have a array, which would be it has a starting point, mm-hmm. but no end. Yes. Yeah. And that would be what we are yeah. as humans. We 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 have beginning and have no
0: So end. would that be so we would be eternal in one direction in one direction but God would be wouldn't that be both directions is infinite wouldn't that be infinite yeah but that's what a line is yeah that's what I'm saying so God is infinite infinite right? we are eternal beings oh well if you want to put it you know, that way yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, right so so we have a beginning but no end yeah but then you ask well what is an animal an animal would be more like a line segment right it has a beginning it has an end and and it's not just like we are, in spite of what PETA may say. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, which we got some so, fun stuff to talk about
0: at the end of this show.
1: So so, you know, in the in the concept of are there big differences between humans and between animals, PETA's gonna say no. Right. Right? In no meaningful way is there yep. any difference, which is absolutely within absurd. everybody there is a person. Is yeah. their new tagline? Oh my line. goodness, guys! This gets into a whole new thing. So if it's not on on uh, homosexuality, transgenderism, racism, now it's speciesism.
0: Yes, right. And this is for Spe- real. You can go to not, PETA's website, right.
1: and there's a commercial that you can watch on this speciesism. Now it says that they're just like us, um, and and you know uh, anything that has a body is a person. But I'll bet that doesn't apply, Micah, to <laughs> the unborn child right, in the womb. That's right. That's right. not a person. That's not a person. Right. But but a fish is oh, a person. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so if you are a fisher or you're a hunter, you're a murderer, <laughs> you know, according to, to this. Yeah. Um, they're really going to hate where my background came from. My, my my grandfather was a world-renowned mink farmer. Oh, wow. Um, You know, so like the, the, the industry fur industry yeah. was a big deal. So we got a couple thoughts here. Yeah. Number one. Who is the first person to kill an animal? No, well, who's the first person to kill yeah. in general? That's in, that's in earth. true. Yeah. That's true. But who is the first being to kill an
0: animal? It would be God. It would be God. Why would it be God? Well, because Adam and Eve were naked and they realized they were naked when they sinned and so God said, "Okay, I'm going to give you clothing to cover your shame." And Okay, he, he killed he killed an animal. He killed an animal. We don't know what animal, according to scripture, right? But, but yeah, but
1: we could argue maybe a lamb, probably, right? Yeah. By the way, lambs are really really soft. I mean, if you skin, you ever, I don't know if you put a lloyd cloth made of a chamois, but that's basically
0: <laughs> what we would be talking <laughs> about. You could you could wet yourself all day long, <laughs> and then just get would be fine. You wouldn't have to use the bathroom. <laughs> just ring it out. Just ring it out. Anyway,
1: man. <laughs> I that that. We're going to get letters straight
0: <laughs> out. Anyway, um, Sham Wow. Remember that yeah, Sham Wow yeah, guy? <laughs> Sham Wow now offers diapers <laughs> for, for everyone who would <laughs> like to not go to the bathroom and just pee where you are.
1: <laughs> so, anyhow, you got God who does that. Um, and, and it wasn't good enough. They tried to clothe themselves in, in, in plants. And God said, no, something has to die. To cover the shame. There has to be blood that's shed. Which is actually a picture of Christ. Of Christ yeah. along the line, right? In fact, finally our redemption is 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 in the bloodshed. So we get into that question. But then the fun question I was talking about, do you you know, would Max talk to you? Yeah. Okay, so I believe that animals talked in the Garden of Eden. I think the Garden of Eden looked a whole lot more like Narnia than
0: uh, than like
1: anything else and I, it's an
0: amazing I, concept when you stop and think about it like how cool would it be to live in Narnia I think maybe C.S. Lewis was was actually more speaking not just uh kind of through metaphors uh and in, in, in pictures but I think he might have been might have been prophetically speaking like hey this is this is what will be and in some aspects, right? Like there's going to be animals that yeah. you can communicate with. And I'd never thought about that until you said this, but why, you know, walk us through kind well, of that theological. Okay, so, so argument.
1: number one, we've got, we've got, um, I, there's, there's one I, I just thought about is, is that Adam has to name all the animals. Yeah. But if the animals can tell you why they are different and how they are peculiarly made, that ends up going. Hey, this is the main feature of this thing. I think about like just in my head, like a, a rhinoceros. Mm-hmm. We use the term rhinoplasty if somebody has a nose job, right? This is my predominant thing. God made me super strong. I can I can rush at things, and and I got this great nose. Yeah, you know. Um, now, it doesn't, the Bible doesn't say that it said that, but it does say that the serpent was wiser than all the other creatures that the Lord God had made. And I just, I have this question. How would How did, he know that? Unless he can communicate to them. Unless he can talk to them, and he had an intelligence test going through. Like, okay, that guy's got the rhino, you know, the rhino's got the, the cool nose, and the elephant's got the cool trunk. What's special about me? I ask questions different than every other creature. I'm wiser. Like, I've talked to everybody. I'm pretty smart. You know? Yeah. That makes sense to me. Then we have Eve is talking to a serpent, and she doesn't run away.
0: Yeah, it's not okay? weird.
1: She, yeah, she's not like, uh, uh, uh. You know, she's not doing any of that. She's, Which,
0: in in all honesty, she probably had conversations even with this particular serpent prior to the Prior to the serpent even maybe. tempting her, right? May- like with, yeah. maybe, yeah,
1: you know. But the idea that it doesn't frighten her, she doesn't think it's weird, mm-hmm. then, then it could be that all the animals yeah. did that. So we have a we have a book. It's a sacred book uh, to to some. We don't consider it canon as Christians, but it's called the Book of Jubilee, and so. How you, how you look at this, a lot of these things are called the pseudopigrapha, which means pseudo meaning false, pigrapha meaning books. But if you read that book, which is kind of like a mirror image of of revelation of, of, of Genesis, Genesis.
0: Yeah.
1: it comes right out and says absolutely all animals spoke in, in the garden. right? That's I mean, cool. it just plain out says it. Um, that's not authority to us, but we have another story in the Bible that talks about animals talking. And it was the story of Balaam's donkey. Yeah, I say donkey, mom, because I'm not going to use the King James version. Okay, first of all, let
0: me let me tell you why he's saying that. He's talking to his mother right now because Pastor Kathy Peternell, she likes to say the word "she ass," so it's a, so it's a she ass. See it. she reads the King James version? It's a female? And the Bible does say it
1: in that in that term. So anyway, in the story of Balaam's donkey, um we have where the, the, there's an angel that's come to kill Balaam because he's been disobedient yeah. to the Lord, right? He's a prophet, right? He, yeah. he's, he's, he's a seer. He's yeah. not necessarily an Israelite, but he is a guy who knows God and he's operating like a prophet, but he's not part of the people. And he, and he only gets his information from God. And so he ends up uh, screwing up to where God's going to kill him. He sends an angel to, to strike him down. And the donkey sees the angel and then tries to get away from the angel. She's trying to save her, her master's life. We're told that it's a female donkey, right? And as she's doing it, he is beating this, this donkey. Because he can't see the
0: angel. He His eyes cannot see beyond the veil, hmm. but her eyes could. Do you think that's... Do you think that's always the case? Like that they, all animals can always see I, beyond the veil? I don't know, but yeah. it's funny because in witchcraft,
1: the concept of the cats related as being able to see spirits, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. Is, is, is why, you know, that animal reacts and you're like, why is that animal yeah. reacting that way, right? Yeah. And so it was said that witches kept cats. black cats, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. because they could see beyond the veil. But we, at least we have an animal. That can see beyond the veil. Yeah. In the Bible. Yeah. Okay. So then Balaam is beating her. and She's still trying to save his life. And then finally, the Bible says that her tongue was loosed. Now, that's an interesting thought. Because what's the opposite of being loosed? Tied. Being tied up. Yeah. Right. So her tongue is loosed. Now, some people say God spoke through the donkey. But that is not what the text says. She says, have I not served you three years?
0: So well, she can, she so can, she can count. count.
1: She can count. Yeah. Yeah, she could count. Yeah. Then she she knows why are you beating me? Yeah. Meaning she knows justice. Justice. Yeah, and, un, and injustice. And injustice. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not treating me fairly. I could have delivered you over to that angel to kill you, and I'm still trying to save your life because I'm submitted to you, Faithful. my master.
0: Yeah. So there's an aspect of, of faithfulness to you, and knowing her
1: place. Yeah. Right yeah. now, it's funny if an animal knows their place. It's really stupid when humans don't know an animal's place. Yeah. Right, because as Peter goes and says, "Hey, they're all a person. Yeah. You know, we're a person. Just like there's no meaningful difference between us." Yeah. Well, that flies right in the face of what Jesus says, because Jesus puts a value on
0: birds. Yeah. What does he say? He says that I know when a when a sparrow falls from the from the the sky, and then says, "But in comparison to you." Yeah. Many sparrows. You are worth much more than yeah. many sparrows, yeah. Yeah. right? So, so this says that birds have value in God's eyes, absolutely. So, but just there is nothing more valuable in creation than mankind. Exactly, yeah. they're yeah. the
1: highest. So this idea of
0: speciesism
1: says there is no difference between yeah. any species. That's that is. Craziness yep. and it's anti-Jesus yep. because Jesus says no, they are. And so that it's it's something we need to, you know, the little statements of the Bible, it when Jesus is saying them, come on, or you or his disciples are saying, them, or you know, it's written, written under the inspiration of scripture. We're supposed to gain something from that. Yeah. You know? So this, this brings there's a great book and I don't know if you've read this yet but you should read it because it's called heaven by Randy Alcorn oh yeah 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 and uh in chapter I think it's chapter nine he talks about that question what about animals in heaven hmm. you know we know that there will be animals in heaven we got four living creatures oh yeah right yeah we see it so yeah. so there's something there Jesus comes back on, on a, a horse. on a charger yeah right? which is awesome which is phenomenal those cars are amazing. Oh yeah, I know. I <laughs> and um, comes back on on this charger, this horse, and and if if heaven kind of comes with them, you know, yeah. are there are there more coming on horses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But so the concept is, if all of creation experienced the fall, then then what what part? Because that in the end, everything gets renewed.
0: Yeah, everything's made new. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So were there
1: dinosaurs in the Garden of Eden? Yes. Will there be dinosaurs when all things are renewed? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there are creatures that are extinct right now that will be restored because all creation experiences the restoration. Mm-hmm. And so here's the here's the final little question he kind of raises. He says, Okay, if they've if they haven't experienced the pain how can they experience the renewal, which means that at least some animals yeah. who potentially have lost have to regain. That's awesome. And in which case. The masses of the world. It's the possibility yeah. Yeah. that God
0: could choose the animals. Yeah. Right? That's amazing. That's an I mean, awesome thought. It is an incredible thought. In you know, it goes, it goes back to this concept that God is just good, right? He's just so good. We can't even grasp his goodness. So for people out there that are like, oh, my gosh, God would never do that. Well, why not? Why wouldn't he do that? Because I see everything in God's nature to say, no, that's exactly the kind of thing God would do just to smile at us and to see us smile back at him, right?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think of the scripture that says, you know, I think it's great to hold out hope. Right, yeah. you don't you don't do anything wrong to to hope and yeah. be able to give your children some possibility yeah. that it might be that way. Yeah. We don't know if the, we just enjoyed them for a good time. Boy, well, was God good to give it to us, yeah. even if In it was that for moment. eleven years, yes, right? right? And I do think that when we talk to our kids about the death of animals, that we do help them to process whenever they're going to have to go through grief and loss when they lose somebody close to us. So I think they do serve a purpose, but the, but the Bible says. That if we being earthly fathers and wicked fathers, mm. we're wicked, yeah. desire to give our own children good gifts, yeah. how much Better. more so yeah. does does God delight to give? And in this case, the gift he talks about is the Holy Spirit, mm. right? To those who ask. Yeah. And he's like to give good gifts. So I, I do think that that's kind of a cool thought that you even have the presence of mind to pray and say, God, you're so good. Yeah. Because not only do you believe that God is unbelievably powerful to do anything yeah. and generous. You know, you believe He's he's unbelievably wealthy in, yeah. in, in his power, but yeah. he's also unbelievably generous in his giving. Yeah. I actually think that's a tribute, man. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if you do get
0: mad. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. It, it you know it's if you've lost an animal and, and an animal's been blessed and you have, you've been blessed by having that animal in your life. Just ask the Lord, say, Lord, you're good. We know you're good. We'd love to see our animal back someday when we come, when we're in heaven. And, and I think, again, I think God is just, he's so good that I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. And it's kind of a little bit different kind of, uh, of a podcast today, but, but we kind of mentioned on PETA a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> listen it is super funny you got to go to Peter's website and check it out they really are pushing we this. Lost it, it was we so watching. funny i don't know if it'll work we'll see here maybe um we'll play i'll play this um uh if you're not watching on youtube um you you're you're missing out here on uh but or you can go to our, our our youtube channel and you can watch this but by the way, if you are doing that, you should
1: definitely hit like yes. and share. Yes. Right? Get this stuff around.
0: Like and share our podcast. We always forget to say that, but like and share our podcast because when you like it, um, you give us a five star rating or or like it you know it, it boosts us in the algorithms and then share it and that boosts us as well so we need your help to get the word out about Jesus, sex and politics and, and it really is just to proclaim truth so that's yeah. we just Amen. want you know it's not about Nathan and I it's about just giving people inspiration with the truth yeah. so let me see if I can play this okay because here's let uh, me see it because yes. there's yeah. a one place where I just lost oh my gosh it's so funny so here we go so we're going to play this we are all the same all okay, so people are morphing right now, just doesn't morphing doesn't into other what people. We look like, how old we are, what language we speak, We know it's or who it's It doesn't <laughs> matter if we have fur. It just morphed into a bear. Fins, <laughs> and now he's morphing into a chicken. Or fins? Fish. The length of our nose, Whoa. or the number elephants. of elephants. Back We're to a person oh my in any God. important way. Did you hear that? We there's no difference
1: in any important way and that feelings. is anti-biblical what a we
0: lie all feel love
1: and pain. oh Andy, right there the white rat yeah. you're not supposed to do any experimentation and on jobs. animals if it helps you all understand to not burn their eyes shampoo always understanding. don't do it to an animal
0: yep. come we on experience ourselves so all these people the are morphing, and they're morphing into the birds, and then back into in the humans. Oh, here's a snake. There's, there's a cobra. cobra. Our task must be to break free <laughs> from like, You're telling me a cobra is the ourselves. same as a dog? No, no, no. And everyone else. A dog is not yeah, bite yeah, don't you and kill a kill cobra. <laughs> so it says here at the end, inside every body, there is a person. Except... If
1: you are a baby in the womb. Well, that's true. There's they, no they way they'd ever that. give that.
0: They, they don't want to talk that. about that. But that's crazy. Which then leads me to um, uh, maybe pull up um, this. Um, this is this is pretty classic. Um. <laughs> oh, this goes back. Okay, this is Rush
1: Limbaugh. And, and, you know, Rush was such an inspiration. So he does the animal rights... Free animal rights these dogs
0: <laughs> as,
1: <laughs> as <laughs> free as the grass grows. Was that a bomb? Come yes <laughs>
0: Oh, the people that went nuts whenever this came out. Oh my up. god. It's it's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Okay. You know, everyone was probably thinking, man, Mike and Nathan are really turning a leaf here. They they, they, they really, really just being sensitive, talking about animals. And then, and then we he pull really up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. But it's been fascinating. You know, animals are awesome. We love animals. I mean, we're not anti-killing animals because there's a time and a place to kill animals. And but we also I'm know, a hunter. I want to yeah. say that
1: I'm a hunter. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, if if I could buy my wife a mink coat, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. I.
0: Think support think family is business awesome yeah. I think birds awesome Absolutely. well and so and and so there's a time and a place and but ultimately we're stewards and we we are to care for those those animals and when they're in our when they're in our stewardship and and treat them humanely and and but you know uh putting an animal animal down like we talked about with max is is humane if you if you do it with a shot or, there there is a quip, just don't there. let Bob Stewart try to oh shoot you
1: and, and and on that. Oh, that is hilarious! <laughs> I cannot wait to bring that up. He'll um, miss, and then your dog will whine, <laughs> and you do shoot him again. You know what's hilarious <laughs> is that Bob is the most—he is an incredible, cracked shot. If you go out shooting with him uh and you shoot clay pigeons, he won't miss, man.
0: Well, apparently, He's
1: dead on. So his emotions apparently got the end of it. <laughs> I will say this. This is a trivia. We're not going to answer the question. I, I, I just, if you're listening, you just got to try and figure it out. There is one pastor on staff who off two of his animals, <laughs> and they were the first, first animals he ever killed in his life. And you just—that's one amazing. One of the pastors, and it's not you actually, or I. Don't, don't say it. You're not supposed to say. It. Well, they know don't, it's don't, not. Don't,
0: don't. You'll narrow it down, now. They, they know don't, it's not don't. us. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay, it could be us. Don't, it could be us. That's right. <laughs> how many pastors do we have on don't staff? Don't say. How many I mean, people need to know don't how many say. pastors we have? No, let them figure it's it out. It's probably nine, ten. Don't say. Don't <laughs> anyway, All we'll right. just leave that with you. Well, hey, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Make sure we, you like you know, us. Yeah, like and comment and, Five and share. Share this podcast. Again, um, this has been Jesus, Sex, and Politics. I'm Micah. And I'm Nathan. We talk about all the things the culture doesn't want to talk about. That's you. See you next time.